0: Hey, and welcome to the Dad FC football podcast and the first one of the new year. Yanis, happy new year.
1: Happy new year, mate, how you doing?
0: Yeah, very well, very well. What did you do for for new year, mate?
1: Well, we planned to do a sort of family get-together at my brother's, um, but um, it didn't happen, there were a couple of illnesses, so we, um, Kay and I got a last-minute booking somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and I so we just went for dinner. Nice. Drafted. My mum in for like two hours of babysitting drove the, drove there in the car yeah like did a trip out of the car drove straight back uh, and then just saw the bells in watching the Hootenanny nanny. <laughs> so I'm proper feeling middle aged to be honest with
0: you <laughs> well we um we went over my parents for a couple of days mm-hmm. which is great she managed to offload Jack for a couple of days while Brilliant. we had some beers and then we watched uh, Jules Holland Aye, the Hootenanny. Aye, that's But we oh, watched Aye. Yeah, Jules Holland so yeah hang we definitely suit the title of the Dad FC Pod, don't we? <laughs> we're both, oh, yeah. We're both sat in with our parents watching the hoop nannies, so all good though, mate. But um, New Year always brings loads of games back to back to back to back to back, so the yep. one happened a few hours ago as a recording, so let's get straight in, mate. Let's do it. So we must start at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. Chelsea battle of the top. Uh, no team can afford not to get three points. I know. Yeah, that was the only thing it didn't want to happen. Yeah. It was a draw because for the title race. But before the game even kicked off, it's been in the news in every football article. Going like with Lukaku. Yeah. What is your take on that?
1: Um, I just I don't think it's very helpful for the. School. For the team, for the squad, I think in in, in isolation, you can't really comment on that so, so much. The, the the issue I have with it is when you hear Tuchel saying he didn't know about it, he didn't know about the frustrations. That would be my, that would be what I'd take issue with. Why can't you just chat the managers down? Be like, yeah. you brought me to do this job, and now you've changed the way you're playing. That I can get, but not just spouting off in in the media.
0: So, yeah. when, so when it was, it was recorded back in November yeah so, so the Italian Sky Sports or what it was Italian Sky mm. have had all of this interview for four weeks is this just a smart move to try and push him a, a, to a transfer him? like it happens to be released just as a, the market's opening and then uh, there was a report which dug into like how many games because he was frustrated he wasn't getting played mm. he's been injured he had COVID yeah and at the time when he got released there was only one game he wasn't picked for
1: yeah so, yeah yeah, yeah and we've seen players like De Bruyne struggle after COVID and stuff and like really took Mm -hmm. another month to get up to speed so yeah I think it's comes across really petulant Um, and I think football fans are fickle so if he scores 20 goals towards the end of the season you know um, Chelsea fans won't care but right now I bet there's a lot of Chelsea fans furious that they didn't just go sign Harland instead yeah Um, so yeah I, I don't think it's Helpful, and I think Tuchel handed it pretty much as a way, you know. He said it is where it is. I don't like it. i do I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. i do rather him come to me, and then doesn't pick him. And I think that's probably it he misses a game. No more yeah. than actually he Can't use ninety million pound that's meant to be the last piece of the jigsaw. Probably you know he can't have him missing but then, more games.
0: Was it the last piece of Tuchel's puzzle? Did he want to bring him back in as a Chelsea brought him in? Like, you don't go and sign a striker for a hundred million and then start playing false nine
1: I know yeah
0: <laughs> like and he is a, a, a target man slash a man that can play up top by himself like if you want to play the four two three one, 2 3 like what, whatever yeah. it is you want to play mm-hmm. and then you spend 100 million on someone that doesn't fit into the 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 system that you're going to play yeah maybe it
1: wasn't Tuchel cool signing you don't you don't know that is a football and don't really know how Chelsea operate in terms of the transfer market, but it must have been Tuchel signing because Lampard got free he signed everyone he wanted, didn't he?
0: But then there's that bad management from Tuchel when you sign someone and change the, change the style of play.
1: Probably 90 million. <laughs> 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 Probably awful management. Or um, well, has the style of cha- uh, style of play changed based on the fact that Kaku was injured and not featuring? And I don't know. I just don't, I just don't think it's helpful. Um, yeah I think it's just like kind of the, the sort of a, in a difficult run of fixture sorry difficult run of form where they haven't really been kind of firing mm-hmm. have that come out as well
0: and then they go the the game kicks off and they go two down really quick yeah yeah and at that point I thought Stanford like I just thought the place was going to absolutely erupt yeah uh, the decisions were kind of against them in the first like how many seconds it was where Mane, red card. Yeah, I don't know. What um, I don't know. I think I think he can be sent off for that easily. So I think it is a red, but I don't want to see them happen as a red because
1: yeah, I'm probably the same. Yeah, I probably agree with you that I, I, if I'm a Chelsea fan, I'd be furious that he wasn't sent off for that. Yeah, and if I'm a Liverpool fan, He's I'm furious g- if he gets off. No, <laughs> I think if I'm a Liverpool fan, I think I'm like oofed. We got a wee one there. Yeah. That's what you're thinking. There's not a Liverpool fan that isn't thinking, whoa. Yeah. Risky. As soon as he saw that replay on his arm crashing into him because for me it was the ball was like you know, I know it's slow motion, but it felt like ten seconds for the ball to arrive.
0: Yeah, it never looked like he was really gonna win it. It's almost like he went up to challenge and he's caught with elbow, which isn't I, Well, I think
1: he's caught with a forearm and that's that's what I think is is saved him. If he catches them elbow that's what I think he probably gets a red okay. because he gets a sort of forearm but well. yeah may, maybe you're glad to see those not be given because it, it probably doesn't mean it. it's probably not
0: malicious if it's given <coughs> if it's given us a red card we are spending the next two minutes talking about how the ref spoiled again <laughs> <laughs>
1: no I, I I would have I would have agreed I think you have the six seconds in a nod mm-hmm. if if it's a red it has to be
0: it's not like Imagine that Marnie would then have the record for the fastest hat-trick and the fastest red card.
1: Yeah. yeah. Is that the fastest
0: yellow? I think it's the fastest yellow since exact times began. Wasn't it Vinnie Jones? He holds some record for... Oh, is it? ...getting someone straight from kick-off. We'll have to look at that one and get the exact timings.
1: But I for, for referee referees aren't there to um, officiate the fun of the game. Like, they're not there to make sure the spectacle's good. That's yeah. that's for the broadcasters, and that's, they're there to make sure the game... Is refereed fairly? And make sure challenges that happen get punished. Well, if as another question, be, say again, unless you make ah, unless you make Dina, yeah, do what you want. Then you, you're the man. <laughs> but I see this question: if it's twenty minutes in, do you think it's a red? Yeah. Do you, I, think, you think? he gets given as red though? Yeah. Twenty yeah. minutes in. Yeah, sort of that.
0: But then that almost contradicts what you just said because the ref should referee it fairly. But yeah. I think he has the red's a a red to red. A foul a foul. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like, oh. So. So the game um so new uh, Liverpool went up pretty quickly. Yeah. And what was uh, Shalabar doing with that that header? I know, yeah,
1: it's like just kick it me. <laughs> <laughs> if it's near your shins, just kick it. <laughs> That's my that's my rule of thumb. I'm no expert, but if it's near my shins, I just kick it instead of using my head.
0: Yeah, because almost he would have just like headed it straight to the ground and back up with his own <laughs> if, he, if, he, if he caught it.
1: Yeah, and then Manny Nick say the yeah goes on the keeper, good goal. Um, Salah's goal, absolute yeah. quality. I love the fact like no one seemed to bat an eye about him scoring that wonder goal. Like, the commentary was just like yeah Salah scored, good goal. Like, that was a brilliant goal. That was like sort of the the where he sort of just I'm trying to think who it was now was it Alonso who he just he just stood him still and then a oh, little shake of the hips and went round the outside. Was such a good goal. It's become,
0: it's become like the, the Salah shimmy, isn't it? Right? Is a little hip movement where just either makes people freeze or go go the wrong way.
1: Um And then it's probably overshadowed by is cover, cover like outrageous wonder volley
0: yeah where did that come from like I thought you could just pass I didn't even know you could like shoot I know yeah
1: and his technique was like bizarre wasn't it as well like he'd buff off the ground like it's just
0: because you had to kind of come back a little bit didn't you? so that, yeah. that made the goal even more remarkable the fact he was almost like travelling backwards and did like a, a volley mid-air slash I really a scissor kick but, like a... but it was kind
1: of like yeah it was kind of a scissor kick but it wasn't it was like yeah says kick. Um, now I thought that was a pretty good goal, and then obviously when I went two two, I thought it was going to be an amazing set and a half, and it was just more cagey. But um, I, I read that um, Mo Salas that's his fourth goal against Chelsea, and he's now the joint. Um, he's um, scored more goals or the most with Kevin De Bruyne at goals against Chelsea of any player currently playing in the Premier League. That must be a bit of a sit now, considering he was there. <laughs> no one he's go out to score 100 Premier League goals, but he always scores against them as well. Um, and that Kelleher, he's not a bad stand and keeper, is he? He's keeping yeah, he, some like brilliant saves.
0: Who was it that went into <clears> really early one? Before even... Pulisic, passed, wasn't it? Oh, and he tried yeah. to go round him,
1: and then, yeah.
0: Yeah, so he looks decent. Yeah. I'm not sure it, how long he'd, he'd, quite have, he'd sit on the bench, I believe he's number two, like...
1: Yeah, well, he plays the cups and cups and stuff, doesn't he? And he, played, he saved the couple in the in the uh, shooter against
0: Leicester. Leicester.
1: Yeah, recently. So, but all yeah. in all, what a game! Brilliant advent, um, advent advert. Advert. Still <laughs> of yeah, Christmas.
0: So he the chocolate. Kids.
1: Um, but yeah, great advert for the Premier League. Uh, but sadly, the only winners are well City, and it's yeah making the title race seem fairly
0: boring. I thought Liverpool was a little bit tired, and it's the first team I've looked at and thought, the fixtures are kind of mounting up, and then Liverpool, they've got obviously a a bunch of midfielders they can rotate, but the lads up top keep getting churned out for every single game, don't they? Yeah. Whereas City, Chelsea, in fact most of the squads seem to do some sort of rotation, whereas Liverpool, I don't know if... Cops just start looking after the African Cup of Nations. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, just it. I it to the ground. That's yeah. for a rest in your first game, will you? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I. Yeah, I think. Well, they've done that for what three, four seasons, haven't they mm-hmm. There was three, but I mean, well, it was just the three of them. They played every game, didn't they And also, Salah rarely comes off as well. Yeah, that's like Mane gets you know the odd like gets hooked with 15 minutes to go the odd time but Salah seems to play like nine on every minute of every game so um, it's just so important if you got like a you've got the best player in the world at the minute
0: yeah you,
1: you've only got them for a finite amount of time Might as well use them <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um, but yeah I, I agree. And, and it's interesting that point on um, teams up the leggy because a lot of the teams that have won games recently have been teams that have played all the games not had rest, rests <laughs> which has been quite interesting um, but yeah they did look a bit sort of leggy after like 60 minutes didn't they
0: uh, Arsenal 1 City 2
1: yeah um, good performance from Arsenal this
0: yeah it's not very <coughs> often the team that got beat you're talking about their performance because first half they were incredible like City looked at six and sevens all over the yeah. place they didn't have a clue what was going on they couldn't get a foundation they couldn't seem to keep any hold any possession which is not yeah really a, like City though, isn't it yeah something you, you never see they don't get that chance to knock the ball even just across the, the back line just to, to sort of quieten down like the home fans yeah they,
1: they just have the ball for like the first half usually quiet yeah. <laughs> usually quiet as the crowd isn't it
0: and then uh, the, the full backs Martinelli was having Cancelo's life and that's the first time in the season I thought like Cancelo didn't look in control on the other side yeah. was it Aki was Aki vs. Saka on
1: the inside? Yeah, yeah, it's quite strange to see Aki playing in yeah, there, isn't I, it? I yeah, I don't think he had a. I
0: don't think we'll see him there. Uh, I mean, he's,
1: <clears throat> he's not looked at that level, in his clearly not at that level. Um, since he went to City, he's been an understudy, and, and yeah. that's that. You know, he'll have been signed as you're going to play when we absolutely need you to, and that's, and that's that. But to see him at left back was, was a bit sort of. He's not looked as good at centre half, mm-hmm. so <laughs> the next why I expect him to play well at left back, but. Um, and if anything Laporte's left footed as well so he could have gone out there which is probably more an easier one but anyway I mean yeah it was interesting I think they played really really well um, starting late to see S- Sterling and Mahrez come back in yeah for Foden and Grealish that was interesting
0: yeah hey, um, Sousa's been like like sort of a regular he doesn't really miss games at the minute him and Silva seem to be the, <clears throat> the guys that get, everyone gets rotated around them
1: yeah Silva you understand um, and Silva is the probably the one that, when De Bruyne, because De Bruyne are now play. If he, if De Bru, if KDB is fit and you know back from COVID and back from these injuries and stuff he had, I mean first of all how crazy is that? That's like how good City are when they haven't had the best player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For like most of the season, <clears throat> if he's now ready to play like week in week out, you'd think that Bernardo Silva is the one that can drop back into the midfield, like the deeper role if De Bruyne plays further forward if he plays the sub-force 9 sometimes what De Bruyne does
0: mm-hmm.
1: Silva can still play because he can play that slightly deeper role because he did. He can play that one of the wide men he can play the force 9 he can play deeper alongside Rodri he's now becoming the player that can play every position in that front 6
0: I don't know I don't think you get into <coughs> tall positions it's like look where we pick the ball at everyone else just fits around you and it's yeah. a system that works <coughs>
1: yeah that's fair you see it more defensively when they don't well not often they don't have the ball, but you see it more. The the I think the wide players he likes to stay wide, doesn't he? That's what he always likes, yeah. like Jesus or like Sterling. Get wide, and then when the ball's at that flank, you get it in the end of things of the box. But other than that, you're right. It's a bit of a free for all, free roaming. But um, yeah, Arsenal played really well. Saka, I think it, what is that four in his last four or something yeah, in the Premier League. He's I mean we've spoken about it a few times on the pod, but he's like a proper player. Yeah,
0: it was a great performance by Saka again. It's almost like he's coming of age, like he's stepping up into this, this. Yeah. When Arsenal really needed the youngins, uh, and then Arsenal did the Arsenal. <coughs> yeah. There was a quick pen. Is uh, it a pen? Yes. Yeah, I think it was. He he's caught him. The fact he had all of his shirt didn't help.
1: Yeah, I think so. Because you yeah. said the Madison pen at New against Newcastle was a pen, didn't you? and I said, I didn't think it was a pen I think he was going over before the leg was there
0: yeah I think it, obviously as a new glass fan I didn't want it as a pen but yeah. it's, it's, he's had some sort of connection with him so
1: well, is that? I didn't think the Madison pen was a pen I think he was going over before and I think the only difference for the Bernard Silver one because I think he was going over like say before as well I think the only difference is the shirt pull if he doesn't pull his shirt hmm. I think there'd be complaints about that because he's got a shirt doesn't matter how, how long you have it for that a lot of people complain about it because he's like feet were like flying behind him and all that. But once you pull the shirt as well as clipping,
0: yeah, yeah he it's got to be a penalty. And the fact is, Xhaka as well, like he's got that rep of just, yeah, yeah, with But then, so uh, Gabriel picked up his first yellow card. And people were saying it was for scuff of the penalty spot. It wasn't. It was for descent. To the was ref. it? Yeah. Right. So I don't know if it was before the penalty or after the penalty. He picked up a yellow card, uh, and then the second one was for. A foul on was it? Pen? Jesus. Jesus. Yeah.
1: In yeah. Just circle. cleans him up
0: in the centre circle. He's going nowhere. Like such a silly penalty. And then you don't have ten men against Man City. Which yeah.
1: After the play, and they were, it was one one at the time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because
1: the oh, because yeah, the penalty happened because yeah, he stuff. scuffed. He scuffed. The, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could have got his set in booking for that, couldn't he? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I don't know why players think they're going to get away with that.
0: There's so many cameras going on now. Like people know the rules. Like.
1: I think that is like. um I think that's like, issue uh, retro retrospective, one game ban, because it's just, it's just not very nice, is it? Like, think I just think? I'm to, <laughs> it's it's really unsportsmanlike, but it's uh, it's just getting a like a rubbish advantage. It's just a bit. Yeah, I mean if you if you're the home team that like so sort of, if your team doesn't have the pen and like the, you know you. you Gabriel scuffs the penalty spot and then, Mario's runs and slips on his backside. Then you're like absolutely buzzing with the Gabriel. Yeah, but, but if
0: you're behind that goal, mate, you're like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely,
1: right. <absolutely. laughs> yeah, I just think it's rubbish really crap. But um, yeah, I think all in all, like Rodri's late goal, it's just, yeah, City ruin City aren't Ro- they?
0: City, City being City, final ways to win. Was it Brentford? They won one 0 against in a game where they didn't look right. Um, here they UAG were. They were, they were the first half they were lucky still to be in it not to go a couple down Uh, so I think that's we know how good City are but the fact that they've took six points when they haven't really played at the best Yeah. and both games have been away Yeah. I think close like so close to each other as well
1: and yeah they've played every game haven't they yes I mean they have a huge squad they should play every game but did you hear Souness's comments yes Him, him saying that this he thinks is the best squad of players like ever assembled in the Premier League era
0: hard so to argue, arguing it it's got to be close I, I haven't really I didn't give him much thought was a, I was heard the interview or the, when he was talking about it and it's yeah you got to think back about the Arsenal Invincibles as some Fergie squads that did the treble but they, they would have always had like
1: four or five players that couldn't not play but these like like the fact we go back to De Bruyne their best player for like four seasons or whatever his Halloween's been there basically he's mm-hmm. been so good and so relentlessly good for them and he doesn't even like play for half the season mm-hmm. and they're still top of the league 10, what, ten, ten points now
0: ahead 10 points yeah 10
1: points and De Bruyne has basically started playing well in three games or something
0: so City's already up what they've played 20 games 18 to go they've lost 2 uh, so they realistically need to lose 4 games it's just not and is it Liverpool or Chelsea who are second right now? They need to win every game, pretty much.
1: Yeah, I think Liverpool or Chelsea need to go on a city kind of run. Where so I think when City were the league really good, they had seventeen wins in a row. I think Liverpool won like sixteen as well, but like City just kept winning every single week. So that's the issue. It's not the fact that are Liverpool capable? Probably not without money and Salah. But would they, if they had them too, would they be capable of winning like every game to the end of the season? Yes, they are capable. But so are City, <laughs> that's the issue. It's just, the level is just, like, 100 points is, like, the minimum to win the league these days. It's just insane.
0: But then, this is what we spoke about last week on the pod. if you haven't listened we went a bit more on date, like, is the Premier League broken? Like, Pep's been over here for five years and, like, just knocked the Premier League <laughs> Yeah, just ruined it. Yeah. yeah. So almost done what, what Fergie did. But.
1: Yeah, just monopolising every single, every single league title, just, but, um. Yeah, massive win, I guess, in in the title race, and that probably deflates the rest of the teams around them. I think. Yeah,
0: well, let's talk about battle for fourth. We talked Arsenal there. Yeah. Um, after that, we have got Palace two, West Ham three, in a London derby. West Ham destroyed them in the first half, went up three uh, nil. Second half, there was a there was a fight back. Mm-hmm. Edward, uh, <coughs> is it Elise? Yeah, Elise. Yeah, yeah. Free kick in the in the eighty ninth, Yeah, yeah and then there was that
1: he that got the assist as well didn't he he got the assist yeah. for the Go, goal it was his cross yeah
0: and then there was that overhead kick attempt with pretty much the last last kick of the game I know that, oh my god that would have been is
1: it um, Matt Matt ah, yeah, yeah that would have been the make because it was like the technique it wasn't even like it was sort of at an angle and it was just yeah, yeah it was going away like, from
0: like the to come over his shoulder it was yeah that would have the whole place would have erupted yeah. if the come back and scored three and the last like fifteen minutes whatever it was.
1: Palace didn't even play badly by the way. Palace played well pretty much throughout the game. They just found themselves three nil down in the blink of an eye. I think um Lanzini's second goal.
0: Yeah. I sorry his first
1: goal sorry, the second goal his first goal, what a goal that is. Yeah. Touch and then the little like juggle of the ball and volley in the top bin. Yeah, that was an amazing goal. That Alice he's got two goals and three assists this season. Uh, he's twenty year old. So he looks like it could be a player. He came through the ranks I think at Reading. And right. they, they they' got him for a couple of, yeah a couple of years he's not played a huge amount but mm-hmm. but um but yeah he looks like he could be a right player him and not a good find they've they've done well at sort of recruiting up the championship Eiah who i think's just kind of finally coming back from his was it Achilles or something he had last season he's now one they, they i think they paid like twenty million from him from um, q p r the season before last so they've they've done well to recruit out the championship but um and Edward, what a saying he's been just sc- like he becomes super consistent at scoring or assisting now, um, but yeah, all know. I think it's a good win for West Ham. This really, yes. really, good, really good win
0: away from home. Good three points. And then I'll stay in stay in London as well. We had Watford nil, Spurs one. Spurs left it late and came. Sanchez ninety sixth minute. How was
1: they like, just put it on the keeper's nose? Wasn't it that, that cross from uh, from mm-hmm. Son? Um, didn't see much of this this game to be honest yeah. watched the highlights saw some sort of keying chances shots from outside the box um, Lovice made a good save and then obviously yeah later on massive for the relegations scrap this though
0: yeah so Watford now have lost six games in a row yeah and we all know that Watford's uh, owners are not afraid to pull the trigger so a lot of reports coming out of Watford right now is Ranieri is going to get his own transfer window and his performance is going to get assessed at the end of January. So, Oof. so that means he's got to sign some players pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, there's the FA Cup, which is next week. Yeah, which will give him two Premier League games. The week, we week, weekend of also the fifteenth. The fifties. Yeah, fifteenth. Yeah, fifteenth, twenty second, or third, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, does that mean he's got pretty much two, two games to, to save his job? Yeah, yeah. I think I think when you start when you sign the dotted line at
1: Watford, you've 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 always only got five games to save a job. Like that's kind of how it is, isn't it? If it goes wrong for like five games in a row, they'll they'll punt you. Uh,
0: you're not moving your misses over your bitch You just <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to go and work away for six months. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, they they'd have to have like Pep or somebody just to to give them a couple of years. Like this, they're just ruthless.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and it kind of and it's, it's unfair on what Fad fans is but it kind of makes you feel like oh I hope it kind of do go down but um, that's what I think anyway Just think it's not particularly nice doing a club that way like and it mustn't be good for the players like the, the, you know, what's the point in, what's the point in Ranieri getting his own transfer window right yeah. like he brings in four players and then he sacks them in no halfway through February and he's put his four players in and the next manager comes in and you can't he can't keep bringing managers in um, that have the same philosophy. When you have that volume of managers coming in, yeah, do you know, do you know, it's like Swansea for you know They had like uh, Martinez and Rodgers, and they kind of had this this kind of philosophy of playing this ticky tack out off from the back yeah. football. Kept the ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but Watford, you can't do that when like your list is like, well, I've had the first ninety-seven managers, no so <laughs> ninety-eight now. It's so, <clears throat> yeah. Um, as a Newcastle fan delighted when I saw that Sanchez go going in
0: yeah me too and then the game that's just happened a few hours ago
1: yeah uh,
0: Man United nil, Wolves 1
1: yeah um, first away win for Wolves at Old Trafford since 1980 beat you to it yeah I yes
0: down. <laughs> yeah, but yeah it was Wolves of their defence Connor Cody like is. Yeah absolute rock firm at the back sar pulled off a great save in the, the 90th whatever minute for that free kick from, yeah he um, should save it but it's a good stop yeah he's still had to put
1: his hand somewhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've got Saiz, Killman, Kilman um, who's like a kid as well and he's he's must be brilliant for Kilman to play alongside like Connor Cody just be sort of shouted at all the alarm to get in certain positions <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah it's like starting to, like look at your side aren't they in the Bruno Lodge like
0: mm-hmm. and we can give, give praise to, to Wolves and they'll push him for top 8 I know you said they'll be middle of mid but I think we all know what we're going to get from Wolves but let's get stuck in there right, idea. I mean, so Ronaldo was made captain <coughs> Yeah, Maguire being uh, called off today Jones took over him for his first game for over a year 712 days Two, two years, sorry, yeah. January 2020. Mental. Good that, though. I um, glad to seen him back. Yeah. So, the first half, Greenwood was the person who had the most yeah. attacking opportunities for Man United. He got, he got hauled off. Yeah, and, that was strange, wasn't it, that? Yeah, and this two, 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 oh, sorry, four, two, two, two formation that um, Randick's playing, he's playing the two-holding... Yeah, defenders um, midfielders midfield, yeah. he's playing the guys out wide and he's playing the two up top who are both not really mobile you can see them trying to drop in now and again but they're just not quick enough to be constantly having that work ethic but I just feel like United's leaving this huge gap in the middle of the yeah. park which is almost inviting people to, to play against them
1: and so many teams now play with three in the middle of the park don't they so yeah. it looks like they're always going to get overrun.
0: and Ralph Ragnard came out and said uh, earlier on this week uh, they played the bottom three which was Norwich um, Burnley and Newcastle uh-huh. and he said that bottom three is fire, would not be a bottom three in any of the leagues that he's managed in so it's almost like if he'd come out and said like, oh, I wasn't expecting it to be this tough uh, I personally thought he did an okay job because he stopped them conceding goals mm-hmm. uh, if you think they conceded was it four against Watford yeah that was awful that
1: I mean that was a shocking display that wasn't yeah, it yeah
0: because that was, that was his, his last game wasn't it yeah, I think so, yeah. So the fact he shooed them up, they got ten points from twelve. I know, it wasn't a united way of playing, I thought, well he's not gonna be listening. Yeah it wasn't pretty, was it? Yeah, but well, he's not gonna be listening to all that Why <clears throat> everyone's saying he wants they want to see three or four goals a the game. His first job's gonna be let's stop conceding goals and get some points on the board. Yeah. So before today I thought he did a okay job, like any team would take ten from, from twelve. Yeah. Today I think he's going to get questioned a lot more because he didn't create any opportunities and Wolves looked the better team at us. Old Trafford which
1: well this is back to back games now um, that I've watched Man in, and been really surprised that they can't seem to find a pass they can't like do can you remember when Fergie they changed their strips at half time because they were wearing grey and they couldn't see oh, yeah. each other <laughs> I'm thinking he has that got shades of green in that Man <laughs> <laughs> strip because they can't see the fact, like simple five six yard passes and they're going astray and over hit under hit like Rashford had a chance to slide I think it was Ronaldo through and he, or like Sancho just don't pass it go round the man that's your job and like it's just yeah I think I'd be is there, there are still huge issues at United, and I think he's trying to do you think he's trying to shoehorn this tactic into these these players into this tactic in, in it's
0: yeah it doesn't seem like it's the right people for it I think McTominay and like Manage playing a full 90 minutes, like he just doesn't look the legs he anymore. He McTominay, if they're going to play then Holland defenders, sort of midfielders, they've got to be able to pick a pass and play a little bit longer whereas McTominay struggles to pass 5, 10 metres at the moment. But I know, yeah. They want to either carry the ball out because they're, they're sitting deep, so he has to carry the yeah. carry the ball 20, 30 yards or be able to hit a long ball. which
1: But it's also options on the ball as well If, if, if you, when you see they've got that sort of Gaps in the middle of the park when well, he's McTominay meant to find. I like the idea of Cavani alongside Ronaldo, but the issue is I don't think you have Cavani alongside Ronaldo and Bruno Fernandes in the same side. If you have Cavani alongside Ronaldo, for my mind, then it's just to get the ball wide and get balls in the box. Yeah, it's got be like got, they're really good in the air and the movement for the pair of them is like exceptional.
0: Yeah, so they've got to go like. Traditional running like, two in 4-4-2. Like, <laughs> Yeah, in the nineties and nineties like put it to the wingers who are really good at crossing the ball. We have got two guys I like, can head the ball and take it down and shoot. Where yeah, we just launching the balls over the top to Ronaldo, who can sprint fast over a short distance, but not over. Yeah, and Cavani, he's a good movement, but not a sprinter. The other point I've got for you is the subs. The subs you brought on. You brought on Rashford. You brought on um, Bruno, and you brought on Alan Ganga. Help. okay and Jesse Lingard sat on the bench yeah I, I'm not saying he's going to change every single game but he's a creative player he just sometimes has that touch you know when he can just yeah in a way of creating a goal or creating a chance like
1: loads of energy as well yeah he'll run for It it's
0: horrible to try and play against a mark because he's just that little anonymous. now he's found his feet again now like I mean
1: after after the West Ham loan last season yeah I really thought he'd get more opportunities but he just hasn't had a kick, has he? No. He he's he has to go now. I know kind of up Lingard has to go now. He has to go and find a new club because he is not gonna play any football at that that, that he, club. But
0: that's he needs to go and save his career. Yeah, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent.
1: And his international career. He should be he should be involved in England squads. He should be looking at players like Madison and stuff that and like looking at those kind of players that are people saying, Oh, is he gonna we get back in England fold? He was looking at them thinking, I should be ahead of those guys.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, mm-hmm. I like Lingard as a player and I, th- I think he should definitely be in playing Newcastle. in the Premier uh, League. Yeah. I would love him to Newcastle to Newcastle. But, um, and then, lo- last point before I move on, mate. So, ragnick has got a, a two-year con- two years on his contract, I think mm-hmm. the season goes, mm-hmm. as a consultant. Yeah. Can you imagine if United get knocked out of the Cups, finish sixth or seventh? and he's going to have managers come in below him and he's going to consult them yeah so they're going to have to go to him for consultation where he's going to is that <clears throat> is a
1: consultant job going to be around the kind of director of football kind of vibe
0: I I, can you imagine like your boss being someone that's not very good at your job yeah As probably some people listen to podcasts I can't I mean? imagine that going actually <laughs>
1: Um, yeah no I get what you're saying I just think I, I think it's a poison chalice at the minute my I said it before there is so many likings in my eyes to that Chelsea side squad a few years back that just when they didn't fancy it they didn't fancy it they just, there's so many arms waving so, did you he hear Luke Shaw's interview afterwards no so Luke Shaw came out and basically said that everyone in the dressing room is pulling the same way but when we're going on the pitch it's like we're not together or there's there's like we're not a team kind of, that's,
0: that's bad to hear yeah and then he went
1: on then he kind of is if he'd sort of wanted to talk about something else just talk for like a minute and a half about Phil Jones how proud he was of Phil Jones and the stick he's got and yada yada yada, and come back and then the report went back straight away and went back to him tell me more about the <laughs> <laughs> and that lack of team sort of bonding or whatever it is but um, so that, I think that's quite under a new manager like new manager but I've said it before the big personalities Bruno Fernandes Ronaldo Pogba like even Verrani he's knows must be able to join coming mm-hmm. there to to hear. He's like, afraid
0: to say what he's
1: thinking. So De Gea's come out publicly and sort of said that we don't know how to defend or attack. Like not a couple of weeks back under Oli, yeah. you've got Bruno Fernandes and Ronaldo throwing their arms around every time they play. If, if, a, if a pass goes astray, you've Harry Maguire is a captain who's forgotten how to play football. <laughs> you know, you've got uh, Pogba, who's the other su- sort of superstar who just must be an absolute nightmare he must be a nightmare
0: that's the type of team where you've got that many natural leaders they should be destroying teams and exactly. teams apart and what you mentioned Ronaldo there yeah I think there's two games I can think of where he's thrown his arms up in the air stormed down the tunnel at the end they just give him the captain's armband
1: <laughs> if you look at something like, like Cesar Aspera that's what you want from your senior pros just works really hard doesn't complain. Yeah. He's the club captain, but he'll sit in the bench because Rhys James is now a better football player than he than he is currently because mm-hmm. he's getting on. Yeah. When he plays, gives absolutely everything. That's what you want from your senior pros. Yeah. But like these these senior pros, just like they would worry me. And then, yeah, and I think the even more worrying that is the sort of the kids. Greenwood seems to be like the one that is performing, but can't seem to play in a football.
0: I think when you start building a team or attacking options around him yeah because
1: he's, he's the guy that he's creating and then you have Sancho and Rashford Sancho obviously okay first in the Premier League
0: yeah I, give, I him think, a, give him a run to get I, I agree yeah but okay, I do not really do any worse
1: but so Sancho isn't looking great when he Rashford mate is he going backwards or what
0: yeah
1: I mean Rashford he, he, he in my eyes he is definitely behind I agree with and Sancho 100% yeah he was way ahead of them two seasons ago he was the next best he was no when he was a kid he was the next best thing out of England but he's miles behind no I wouldn't even I wouldn't have him over Harvey Barnes
0: yeah no one need England squad
1: so and that, which is that's that's the that's level which he's he sort of dropped and so that that would be the concern as well um, so and there is just too many rotten apples they too many superstars it's been too much like the Galacticos for too many years and it's just like look at look back at the old days where my Utd bought the odd superstar but they mainly just mopped up the best talent out of the teams either basically every team in the Premier League and obviously they can't do that against Chelsea and Man City and Liverpool but they can buy the best from the rest
0: that team of superstars there's only a small number of people that can handle a team like that and they're never going to get them because one's managing Man City and the other one's managing Tottenham
1: Zidane He'd be he'd be he one but <clears throat> I just th- it's uh, almost
0: like the manager has to come in and have a bigger profile than the players. So he can look them dead in yeah. the eye and say, Look, Zidane, yeah, like I've no problem headbutting people in World local finals, I will drop <laughs> in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's what they need. Even if Zidane come in and nut Ronaldo straight in <laughs> the chest. And I swear to god they'll win a the league next season. Yeah. Uh, that's and that it's so it's so true. Like Pochettino I, prove he can't he can't handle the massive names because he. I don't you know
0: Poch. I don't think he's a an answer door. No. I would have. I
1: would have. I think Man United fans would have bit your hand off for of Poch, but like, he's you no. Know, they, they've got any amount superstars well, in PSG.
0: Maybe it
1: wouldn't he Didn't manage City, but
0: Maldini. Mancini Maldini mean? Maldini and Nesta. Let's yeah, get them back together. Yeah. But just on the pitch. <laughs> um
1: Manc- yeah, was a big What's the doing these days? Um, yeah, I think um, I think Mancini probably Maldini. wouldn't <laughs> <But> <laughs> I don't think Maldini or Mancini would go no. to a uh, to Marinated But there is I, I think the manager thing is is ble- it's it's a poison chalice like it's it's rotten there is Seems rotten and for me. Like people, people are going up. Mourinho made a terrible atmosphere. He's the last person that did a good job there.
0: Yeah, his stats is it the his second to Ferguson?
1: Because he's probably the best at managing those kind of
0: win ratios, home wins, all them stats.
1: Finished second in the league. Won a couple of cups, didn't he? Won yeah. won Europa League, right? An FA Cup. Yeah, he won some.
0: He actually won some silverware.
1: So yeah, yeah issues let's, at Man United.
0: let's move on because I think we both can enjoy talking about Man <laughs> downfalls for another hour Everton 2 Brighton 3
1: yeah I mean uh, have I picked the flop of the century or <laughs> what when I said that Everton were going to finish 6 and uh-huh. I can't even say it's the injuries now because like don't want calvert Loom was back putting penalties over the bar or whatever we did with it so
0: I know one of our mates and, um, in, a, in a, the Whatsapp group nailed like the, the comment which, which our pal said was mm-hmm. Braffers on the ropes
1: yeah agreed
0: probably he's going to get some backing he's going to get back to to, um, to bring his own his own players in for, for this transfer window but Everton have got such a tight budget anyway
1: yeah I think that, and that, I'll go back to that you prove it under Newcastle that he can be successful spending absolutely nothing mm-hmm. and he's never had mega bucks to spend obviously I know you managed Real Madrid but other than that <laughs> if you look but other than that but he wasn't Massively successful there. His success was obviously Valencia, we we won a couple of titles in him um many moons ago. Liverpool. Um obviously Liverpool Yeah, but that we they would have been shoestring compared to sort of yeah. United at the time and stuff like that. Um obviously Newcastle. So he's never had he, I think he's he's the right kind of manager for the situation that uh, that Everton find themselves in,
0: Ratham's spending got,
1: nothing in the transfer market basically. He's got
0: a thick skin as well, like
1: Yeah, he didn't the, care, does he?
0: not one bit like he he just has his job knows what he's got to do and ignores everything else because he must be getting some absolute abuse out in that dugout for 90
1: minutes and his familys he's probably living life back with his actual family back yeah. in, to so I, I, I think um, he'll stay and I've said it before unless they are in the relegation zone which they're not going to be mm-hmm. even though they're flirting with it by the way because they're down there
0: yeah.
1: um, but unless it gets to that level I think he'll stay because he's spent nothing um, surprising Dino on the bench. I thought that was quite interesting. So Dini, so he played three at the back and played the two wing backs, but he had Dino on the bench.
0: So does Dini and him fell out? Is it? Yeah, is it, is it come on public what what over yet? I don't I think,
1: think so. i have not I've not read anything. Um, but there was a lot of there was some chat about Dino potentially coming to Newcastle. Um, but I think that's everybody yeah. under the sun.
0: But everyone's been linked with us.
1: But I you no know, Dan said it when we had him on the pod a couple of weeks back um, he said that you know who, who would you offload to try and generate funds well he'd probably be one wouldn't he yeah. so he potentially could be offloaded for sort of 25-30 million then he could free up some cash now he's got previous to that you know, but he, is, he did it with like Mitrovic at Newcastle he just didn't play him and then just sought him to free up some money to bring some other players in mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah Brighton not a good win for them to sort of get the season back on track
0: so Brighton there's only three teams lost more games this season mm-hmm. than Brighton Interesting. And that's the top three. Bottom three, you mean? There's only three teams. Uh-huh. Lost less games. No, oh, less games. I thought they lost more games. Did I say more there? This <laughs> <laughs> um, this cup of coffee must be kicking in. <laughs> so yeah, Brighton have lost four games all season. Yeah. Uh, the the top three are all the only ones that lost, lost less less. Yeah.
1: I think they, obviously the draw specialists, but over the last couple of weeks they've turned the, those. Draws into wins, aren't they?
0: It's mad to think that was only what a month ago. Potter was getting it in the neck from Brighton fans and they were getting booed off. And
1: either when they're unbeaten, like, it's like which which way you look at it because they were like unbeaten in like five or something but had no wins in seven. <laughs> I, but they had like five draws at the same time, so um, yeah, I've, I've said it before. I think Potter's doing a brilliant job there. Um, that's a good win for them that going away at Everton, uh, it's a really good win. that yeah. And obviously, they were 2 0 up and then. Pegged back a bit, but second goal was an absolute peach as well.
0: Leads three, Burnley one. <clears throat> so This was a, a big game for the bottom. It's giving leads a bit of breathing space, like when um when Daniel James got the third goal. You saw Bielsa like hugging. like it was his translator at the end. Yeah, yeah. Shout and tell him I love him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: I do love the fact he still goes out the translator. It's great. He? he must speak some English, man. But it's just brilliant. But um yeah, massive win. If anything, bigger loss in the grand scheme of things, like bigger loss for Burnley than like the win is for Leeds if that makes you know if the sort of dynamics of the bottom sort of five.
0: That's the type of game where if Burnley's staying up you'd expect Sean Dice to pull out a draw.
1: I was gonna say if you look at the last couple of games, lost to Leeds and lost to Newcastle. Like but it's the it's the sort of six pointer Mm -hmm. sort of thing, isn't it? It's given Newcastle the first win was like massive.
0: And then I know they're both away games, but still, like yeah. I know when you're against your, your rivals, like just it's like just don't get beat. And that's what the specialists that
1: survive. Kind of you know if teams in the Maya, that's the teams that survive. They tend to pick points up away from home against their rivals, and yeah, and I think Burnley's fixtures: Leicester at home, Arsenal away, May at home, Liverpool at home, Brighton away. Burnley's fit. I mean that is a they they have been saying do you know how you know we're Newcastle fans, you know, we were saying we've got a terrible run of fixtures but then we've got like Norwich and then Burnley, if we can get a, a win from there yes yeah. season season back on track. I reckon Burnley fans were saying, you know, four weeks ago, if we can beat Burnley, if we can beat Newcastle and Leeds ahead of those fixtures, yeah we'll be alright. But like yeah. Leicester, yeah. Arsenal, Man United, Liverpool, Brighton,
0: you could see, you get nothing from that. Maybe exactly. three games against Man United, but <laughs> <laughs> no. But if, if they lost all five, there, you, none of them games would be a surprise, would it?
1: No, and I think, and I think um, we've said it a few times now. If you flirt with relegation year in year out, no one survives forever. You, you go down.
0: Yeah, you get caught. Yeah, year.
1: and that's so. So this could be Burnley's year,
0: and then. Last game was Brentford. This was a, such an impressive win. Had a list of all their uh, injuries beforehand. There was like nine first team players yeah. injured, so not even covered, mm-hmm. nine injured players. And I'll be honest, I looked at the Brent Brentford team, I didn't even know all the players. Yeah, yeah. And they beat uh Stephen Gerrard's Aston <laughs> <laughs> as they're now known as yet. Yeah. Two one.
1: Yeah, um massive win. Um especially going one nil down, Danny goal. How good is Danny Aines, by the way?
0: You think he'll stay fit?
1: He's like he's so good but he just can't stay fit uh,
0: he's in the same sort of category as like Callum Wilson great ratio if he could stay fit like he'd be within a shot of England
1: yeah I, I, I've, always, I've said it out of the top six I think they're the best two I think they're, they're brilliant yeah. pair of them um, including for players like Watkins and stuff like that but um, their VCS equalising goal how good was that goal as well I'll sort of bend in the for in outside the box um, yeah big win this for Brentford um I was sort of rooting for Villa because I thought Brentford yeah. might be in it but I think at Brentford just got they might go on runs of three or four games or they get beat but they've got a result on them mm-hmm. That's and that's like you know Norwich you, you can't see Norwich winning again
0: like Brentford win the odd game whereas lots of other clubs Newcastle included draw a lot of games absolutely yeah um, and then the only game that was postponed from this sort of little group of ten was um, Newcastle Southampton yeah which was an incredible game for us to get four
1: much to like the dismay of some of the Southampton fans that were I've re- I was reading some things on Twitter now, uh, somebody was calling for this game to be replayed with the same squads they currently have I mean I, mean, I don't know if we what if we sell five players
0: <laughs> you have to come back
1: yeah I uh, but I think yeah I can see why some fans would have been frustrated but um, it is what it is. That's the, the rules is rules and for timing wise for Newcastle not having a game until halfway through the January transfer market could be absolutely
0: massive so. yeah magic and the only games I wanted <laughs> us to play and get out of the way with was City, Man United Liverpool like, yeah. get came out of the way with the ones where you can see us picking up points Everton Southampton got postponed so
1: yeah as, as a Newcastle fan you happy with that
0: uh, and that rounds it up yeah yep or any other business were transfer window what we're day, day three into it now yeah. yep and it's not a great deal happened Everton had uh, that, that young lad over the line Yeah, uh, and as, as, as Newcastle fans I think we're in the headlines every five minutes yeah and it's every man his dog's be <laughs> yeah there's um, oh the guy who just said the the transfer center of names just looked me uh, they count how many players at newcastle have been linked with. It's uh-huh. so 137 through the Sky records alone the that they've been, they've been linked with. <laughs> like,
1: wow. Uh, I mean, yeah, Sky, Sky are peddling out some uh, some nonsense, aren't they? Though some of the some of the stuff that they're putting out in terms of their um, what is it the Rumour section, which is just their way of seeing anybody. Yeah, it's um,
0: still spare time. So,
1: uh, true. Tri- yeah, Trippy tri- yeah, tri- tri- looks like it's it's done. Um, I, you can obviously. Are you re- confident? Yeah, I am now. I am. I think you can read quite a bit into Simeone's comments. Saying basically it's up to him to decide now. That basically would seems like the, the clubs are close to an agreement or at an agreement um, because if, some, if Simeone came out and said no, he's staying, I'm not selling them, then you'd be off. Fair enough. But he's come out and said it's up to him, and then uh, yeah, he's a little sort of walk round and he's like last off the pitch, clap and applauding the fans, the Athletic fans. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that will be done, and that it's not the marquee signing um, of you know the Mbappe's that were joked about um, when the, when Newcastle were first taken over. But I think he's you know, he's got pedigree. Thirty-one year old. He's not he's not being bought for sell-on value. He's been bought because he's at the peak of his career. Yeah. You know, he's just being the team of the year for the League Liga champions. So um, yeah, massive signing I think for Newcastle and. Um, would probably pave the way for bigger signings. That one, that one sort of big sign that would kind of make people think. Actually, no. If he's imp- if he's impressed enough, then when I go there. So Point yeah, there. other than that, it's not a huge amount. I think there's another bit of piece happening, but it's been quite a slow start of the
0: Yeah, I thought there might have been a few clubs that had stuff already sewn up in December and just waiting for the official days to mm. exchange contracts. So yeah, not not the the. Glistening start of the transfer window. I was expecting
1: it'll pick up a lot for these sort of these kind of days following on, following on from Christmas and stuff. I think it'll. Um, I saw the New Year and, and um, kind of the, the extra bank holidays. Yeah, I think it'll start to pick up now. I think you'll see by the end of this week there'll be plenty of movement
0: because a lot of reports in Europe are coming out and saying that they The window obviously officially it is open from January first, but a lot of people aren't going back to. To work over in the continent until tomorrow, which is which is the, the Tuesday, which will make it the, the fourth, yeah, it? Yeah, fourth, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully, if you're looking at uh, your club buying some from Europe, you, you might start hearing some whispers from from tomorrow.
1: I can't wait to see the. Um, I can't wait to go on Twitter and watch people's flight trackers. So people now go online and like, he's on this flight, I and mean, then they track the flight from where it's going to where it's going, and then yeah, it's he's coming for his medical here's the flight he's on and his fans are nuts aren't they
0: I like wait I'll, I love football but I can't honestly say I've never tracked a player <laughs> flight before it's great I
1: remember like when obviously oh, the takeover was happening and then like people were saying this is Mike Ashley's private jet and it's flying into Saudi now and it was <laughs> just yeah it's great um, and I think the only other thing I wanted to mention briefly was Derby County um, so they got a twenty-one point deduction. Um they got initial deduction, then they've got a further eight or nine points added on. Um and they are now they're still banging they're still bottom of the league, but mm-hmm. they are now on eleven points and only eleven points from safety. They played a couple of games more than those in and around them but they've they've won three out of the last four and are unbeaten in those four. They're due today against Reading, who are down there with them. So Reading. Or the team just outside the relegation zone so right, Rednor in yeah. 22 points. Had Red and won that, there'd be a fair gap,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but um, I mean, 11 points is still a fair gap. Yeah. But
0: what a job, Rudy's doing there. Uh, maybe he's the one to come over in all traffic. Yeah, he's got the DNA. That's it, yeah. Come in and <laughs> you imagine him grabbing Old Ronaldo by the scruff of the neck. <laughs> get all Tennis back, get that front three back together. Yeah, that's it, yeah. But
1: um, yeah, I think it's just that, I mean it's Still odds on it and not going to get up, but I mean, if you're picking up 10 points out of your last 12, keep doing that.
0: How many points did they pick up altogether? They? So
1: they won 11 points, but they had a minus 21, so that so they would be and they would be about 12th, 13th, 10th, We would bang on mid table. they so
0: that form going, they probably they probably get yeah, get out. and if I remember rightly, I remember watching Rooney interview at the start of the season when I was about a week away from. um Season kicked off, they had like seven full um, first team players registered in there. Yeah, it was mad. Seeing so for them to field the team was such a huge effort in itself.
1: Yeah, no, he's done a good job there, and I think it would be obviously like the club's been nearly sold. There was one guy that had it like basically the paper was to be signed and then pulled out last minute for whatever reason, so they've been the fans, have been through the riggers, like, but it's. It'll be a cool story if they survived that because I don't think anybody else would have taken that bigger points hit and survived. Nah, no. I can't remember anybody. Everyone usually goes down, to like, like Wiggins and stuff like that. So,
0: yeah, that's magic.
1: But yeah, other than that, I think that's it.
0: Yeah, any other business wrapped up. that does it for another episode of Dad FC football podcast uh, we have got another pod which is going to be coming to your podcast stream on Thursday where we're going to be going through our predictions at the start of the season Jan. yeah yeah, excited to talk about your predictions from the start
1: Now, I'll, I'll admit now there's some shockers in there to be honest with you
0: <laughs> but yeah we're going to be going through our predictions we made back in August before our ball was kicked have a look how we're doing halfway through the season any transfers or predictions you want to bring in and out, um, and thank you for everyone who's downloaded. Uh, thank you for everyone who subscribed last year. The pod uh, did way better than we ever thought. Yeah. Like the the numbers where we've been getting downloads and listeners, and I think there's like nine or ten countries we're being downloaded in as well. So uh, every single person's downloaded Thank you very much. Come and join us on the social medias. You can catch us on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, yeah. and Facebook and as always thank you very much for downloading Janice first day back at work tomorrow yeah mate wasn't for can't wait <laughs> <laughs> cool yeah have a great week enjoy your football and we'll catch you Thursday on the pod